Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show. It's um, 27 minutes to 11 o'clock on your Saturday morning. Fine on the top of 33 degrees for this 10th of February 2024 as I am joined, as always, by Dan Hibbard. How are you going, Dan? Looking forward to a big call tonight at the Meadows, no doubt. Yeah, good morning, Stats. Yes, really looking forward to tonight uh, and also the the whole of the uh, the Saturday uh uh, racing day with the gallops, uh, some big races as you mentioned, the the trots at Cranbourne and and getting the caller. One of the best nights of racing I think I've been able to fortunate enough to call uh, at the Meadows tonight with uh, two Group Ones, eight heats of the Australian Cup, and uh, it is a, a, a an amazing uh, amazing card. So looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's good to see all the the good horses and dogs going around uh, on the one on the one day. Yeah, it's great to see, and uh, of course, like it's the return of Group One racing with the All Stakes, and it kicks off the Autumn Carnival officially today. Although it's been sort of sort of building anyway, building anyway yeah. for the last couple of weeks. But today's the official launch. They had the launch uh, last Tuesday, so yeah, interesting times. And even Cranbourne tonight with their Cup, that's a pretty big meeting as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a good. Uh, um, a, a Cranbourne's really. For the, as far as the harness racing goes, to sort of really fall into a a tricky position because uh, it's a very um, very highly respected club and you know they've, they've got a pretty good uh, financial um, position that they're in, but they are in the worst place in the world to get to. Like it is impossible to get to Cranbourne um, to race, and that's why uh, they won't program any races there on a. Uh, basically on a, on a weeknight uh, it's all there on a Sunday this is obviously their best night of the year on a Saturday night but they just can't play uh, program the races at Cranbourne on any other day virtually than a Sunday mm. because you can't get there you, you just can't get there because of the amount of traffic the congested roads um, you know participants would have to leave four hours before they have to get there just to make sure they can can get to the track because half the time you're sitting on about 20 or 30 k's in gridlock so um, yeah, it's uh, it's their time to shine tonight, uh, and hopefully they get a, a good crowd there, um, and uh, and they get to see Leap to Fame, which is which is awesome to see because uh, he was really good last week in the in the Hunter Cup. Um, I mean, it was expected that he would win, uh, and he did, but uh, you know he uh, he um, he had a bit of company there from uh, Purden's horse on the outside of him in the straight, but. Look, he was uh, he was the best horse there in that race on uh, on Saturday night. We well, might as well kick off with the the week that was going back to last Saturday night, and he he went one fifty four over the long trip, which is ridiculously quick. Um, ripped home twenty seven one twenty seven two. He'd had a pretty easy time at, of it up front. Um, he did break a minute for his first half of the last mile, but look, he uh, he won. Don't stop driving was good. Max Delight tried really hard, and so did Better Eclipse. So. You couldn't knock any of those ones behind it. Obviously, the disappointing run in that race was catch a wave, but uh, I don't think he's a, a stayer. I think he's more of a short course horse or a middle distance. 2200s probably t- sees him out. Um, he was very disappointing in that race. The other feature on the card there 
was the uh, the Great Southern Star. This was an awesome series. Uh, obviously, the two heats of the uh, the series early in the night, then the final later on. First heat was won brilliantly by Call Me the Breeze um, for Anton Galino, Nathan Jack driving, won by nearly 20 metres, 153.4, brilliant performance. Um, and then Just Believe won the second heat in 154.9. The uh, Finley owned horse RC Phoenix ran a massive race. He was probably a bit stiff not to actually beat him in that heat, uh, but he ran, ran well. And then the final was later on in the evening, about three hours later. Uh, and it was a, an amazing race. It was, I reckon it was probably better than the Hunter Cup uh, because trotting is such a big thing, particularly in the other parts of the must world. must say it was a great coverage. Yeah, Watched they, it from go to woe yeah, on They did do a great job. They did do a great job. Um, and, you know, hopefully that sort of pushes the product, um, you know, more particularly into Europe. I know we, we've got the pacing races and that's predominantly the American side of things, but the trotting aspect is really taking off. Uh, and when you've got a horse like Just Believe and a horse like Call Me The Breeze, who are... And it was a great final. Oh, it was an amazing race. It was, they're world-class. Like, they're not... Austra- like, they're the best horses in Australia, but they are world-class. Just Believe's running an elite lop. He was probably unlucky not to get into the final of the elite lop. Uh, he ran second in a Group 1 race over there. He's come back, and he's just been about unbe- unbeatable in everything he's raced recently. But for a horse to come out from France, Call Me The Breeze, the uh, Yabby Dam Farms obviously brought him out. He went good, his first run at Ballarat. And then what he did in his heat was remarkable. And then for him to win the final from uh, a tricky barrier draw, but just a brilliant performance. Behind it, Kiang Chucky, he's all muscle, and RC Phoenix have both run out of this, all run out of their skin. Uh, Mufasa Metro ran next. He was a bit unlucky as well. It was an amazing final. Um, and hopefully that uh, goes on to, to lead to more uh, potential Aussie horses going over to, to Europe, particularly Sweden. But... Look, if you want to, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, go go on the harness org harness.org.au and watch the replay of the Southern Great Southern Star. It's an amazing race. It was just a, a fantastic contest and really uh, highlights the, how good the trotting gates become uh, in Australia. Uh, other than that, uh, there was a couple of uh, there was a couple of other local winners on that program. Uh, the first race was uh, Major Thinker, Lisa and Mark Pitt combining it again, getting another one to. Go through its grades nicely and uh, 154.4 leading uh, or getting up to score there. The other one was in the last, uh, Delvey Robin, or the second last, I should say, in the uh, the Mercury 80, so a $40,000 race. Uh, Craig and Abby combined it with Delvey Robin to score. They came down the outside late to, to win, getting up to beat Jillaby Jack Sparrow and the captain. Uh, let's Rock, Let's Roll was uh, a bit hard, a bit, uh, tried to follow Delvey Robin into the race, but... They just probably went a little bit too quick for him to chase them up in the in that. So a really quick time. Uh, they went uh, 81.7. So they say 50. Uh, the Mer- it's called the Mercury 80 because you, you're expected to break 80 seconds for the uh, the whole race. But they went 81.7 in that final. We then headed to the Cobra meeting on Wednesday. Seven race card there. Uh, the Vickers girl won the first. Rosie and Kevin Whedon back was a $16 chance. Got up on the inside to score. 2-1.9 was the mile right there in the trot. The second was won by uh, Stormboy Star for Jeremy Quinlan. Um, was able to, to lead. Wanted to shift out in the straight, but was too good. 159.3 was the mile right there. Um, first, uh, a fourth, a fifth, fourth run for uh, for Jeremy in his, in his care. Uh, was uh, previously with Michael Watt, but now in uh, Jeremy's care and it got the win. The third, Barney Bill, got a well-deserved victory for Brett Bunfield and Blake Jones, led all the way in a two-minute point three mile rate. 
Honest Harriet won the fourth. Wayne Potter, Nathan Jack got up on the sprint lane in a 157 mile, uh, 157 eight mile rate, beating Colby Art and Speedy Spider. The fifth was won by Direct Command for Greg Norman and Ellen Tormey. Short half head victory over day two. They went 158.7. Captain Confetti was a, a strong winner for Cole Godden at a big price at lead and was too good. 156.5 was the mile rate there. And the last was won by Rolly Ramona. So it was a double for Rosie and Kevin Wiedenbach. A big price, 26 bucks on the fixed odds. Led, all, led took a trail, got the sprint lane and was able to score. So that was Cobram Wednesday. Thursday at uh, the next meeting we looked at was at... Uh, uh, Ballarat, sorry, on Wednesday night, I should say. Um, and, well, that's all right. Won the last for Luke Bryan and Annalise Scott. So a long trip for Merrigan for Luke, but he got the win. Uh, 25.4 was the mile rate there, so they didn't uh, go ridiculously quick, but he was able to... They went 35.4, 33.7. Just looking at the sections, I didn't realise they'd gone that slow. 35.4 and 33.7 and was able to uh, sprint over the top and score. So that was at Ballarat Wednesday night. Bendigo's meeting on Thursday was the uh, the t- big teal night, and uh, Dave Moran had a really good night. Isabel Walsh and he combined with repelling to win again. An $8 chance, worked forward to the lead. 156.4 was the mile rate there. He uh, made it a double when he drove uh, e- Egret for Anton Galino in the uh, the first heat of the breed for speed gold for the mares. Um, $4.20 chance, 158.1 was the mile rate for Egret. And uh, the other winner on that card was Vici Bloom for Michael Watt. Uh, broke its uh, maiden at, uh, at long last, the four-year-old mare, and went 2-3.1 for the mile rate there. Was uh, very strong at the finish, Mr Blindside. May have been one to follow there for Jeff Webster. It was roaring home at the back end of that race. And then last night, uh, I was back at the races last night. My horse was back racing for the first time in a long time, and... He ran second. Uh, he was a very short price favourite, so the punters probably weren't too happy with us. But he uh, he ran a really good race. He'll uh, benefit from that. Hafista's Phoenix. But the other winner on the card was uh, one that I'm a little bit disappointed in myself that I didn't sort of uh, uh, remember to have a, a shekel on because uh, Ben Gledhill com- uh, tra- trained and drove Kelly's Ideal. Um, Father Jeff uh, is a colleague at the hospital, and uh, he was. Well, they weren't uh, ridiculously confident, but they'd sort of set the the plan was to run in this race, and uh, they were able to get the victory there. Twenty six dollars, if you don't mind, on the fixed odds. Two minutes point six the mile right there. Great performance. Well done to Ben and Jeff getting the victory there. Uh, well deserved win. First up from a bit of a break as a nine year old gelding by Western Ideal out of Miss Paula. So pretty well bred and uh, got another victory on the board there at uh, Melton last night. So it would have been a pleasant trip home from Melton last uh, last evening. So that's the week that was uh, really good to see uh, plenty of uh, local flavour there Some uh, at, the, at the top end and also at the, the lower end. And uh, now we can sort of look forward to hopefully trying to find a winner at Cranbourne tonight. It's a, a, it's a good card. Uh, I don't think the quaddy is uh, ridiculously difficult, but uh, hopefully we can snare it for a, a decent percentage tonight. And landed the multi at a really nice price last week Yeah, as we well. did. Yeah, we did. Uh, and got the quaddy. It was a money-back The money-back quaddy. It was one of those ones where we just didn't get the, the value where we, we may have. Um, but, yeah, we did land the multi, so I think we're, uh, we're shooting pretty good with the multi. I think stats were probably near enough to... 50%, I'd say, in the, yeah, the first I think we've weeks. got a couple of them at nice prices, yeah. too. So, uh, hopefully, we can find another one tonight.
You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. What can we offer you in the months ahead? One, tractor parts, new and used for Ford, Fiat, Massey, Ferguson, Sami, Deutz, Landini, McCormick, New Holland and Grey Fergies. Two, used tractors for sale and we are looking for good used tractors and sick tractors to wreck. Plus new mulches, multi-disc sprayers, etc. It will get tough in the months ahead. So to save dollars, ring me, Daryl, at Aussie Ag Supplies 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. 1FM Sponsor. Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Hop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelagoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. 1FM sponsor. The power of Waters. Waters has the power to install security systems, voice video intercom, fire detection systems and CCTV. The power to integrate your house with solar power, battery storage, home automation, smart PowerPoints, all controlled by Google Home. The power to keep industry working with a 24-hour breakdown service and electrical maintenance, thermal imaging, test and tag and much more for home, business or industry. One FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on One FM. Your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to Square Gators on this Saturday morning. Always gamble responsibly. It's my favourite time of the week, though, where we do try and find the winner. We got the multi. We got the quaddy last week. The multi was some great pricing at around five six to one from uh, the Hibernator Dan Hibbard. Let's have a look at this. Cranbourne Trots meeting tonight or Harness Racing meeting and of course it is Cranbourne Gold Cup night. It is and uh, look the, I've just the quaddy is going to be interesting. There's a couple of ways to play it um, and uh, you can probably do either way you like but um, a, a more expensive one for a smaller percentage or you can go really really skinny. So the uh, the multi tonight we're going to kick off uh, with race number two number, number eight Love Your Brother for Matthew Craven. Peter Craven's taking the drive. Uh, it's had eight starts, won five races, hasn't run a place any other time. Uh, admittedly, its form is not uh, in uh, the, the, the strongest of company. It's been running uh, at Mount Gambier a couple of times, uh, Hamilton and Horsham, but has been impressive enough in what it's done. Comes to Cranbourne. Um, it's about $4.50 into two ninety. so there's been a little bit of money for it. I think the second row draw will certainly suit it, and I think it's going to be reasonably hard to beat. So race two, number eight, love your brother. Second leg is race three, number seven, iron love for the Galeno and Jack combination. Uh, it's also had support 290 into 230. Um, comes off a fifth at Ballarat behind He's All Muscle, who, as we saw uh, over the course of the weekend, ran super in the, um, the Great Southern Star. 
I think the form lines are really good for for uh, for him. And if he uh, gets a, a little bit of luck from that wide draw, I think he's going to be really hard to beat. So the multi, race two, number eight, into race three, number seven. You get around six fifty, I think it was. $7 yeah, powered up, Dan, so six to one in the um, old. Not a bad uh, little price there. Hopefully we can land uh, land the multi there for a quaddy, which essentially becomes a treble. I, 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 in the, I just don't think Leap to Fame will get beat in this race, given that uh, he was dominant in the in the Hunter Cup. Admittedly, he's got to start from the second row draw, um, so that's the the only issue. But you're taking a dollar ten about a horse that's just flying, and I don't think anyone's going to want to get into a battle with him. Um, so, you know, he he should win, um, and, uh, and we're going to take him one out, obviously, in the first leg. So ten one out the first leg, second leg. Um, essentially, I have taken a lot of them in here. I've gone one, two. Five, six, seven, nine, ten, and eleven. I think it's a tricky race, but I do think that the favourite's going to be really hard to beat. So if you wanted to, I will give another quaddy out at the end after this one. But I think the six is going to be really hard to beat on what it did at Maryborough last time out. We'll need a little bit of a uh, little bit of luck in that run, but it's going to be hard to beat. But I think if you, aside from it, it's a very even field, and they could potentially all win it. Third leg's the um, the Bruce Giggs Memorial Cranbourne Trotters Cup. Again, I'm ready Jets odds on. I think it's going to be really hard to beat, but I do like Mufasa Metro as a safety, a bit of insurance. He's been a little, had a little bit of support already on fixed odds. Um, he galloped at the start in the Great Southern Star which in the final of that, which pretty much ruined his chances there. Uh, and he was right on their backs at the finish. And there was an interview with John Justice after the race. And he sort of suggested that he reckoned if he had got a clear passage, he probably may have run third. Um, I don't know whether he would have, but he, he was certainly close enough. If he gets uh, a clean run at him tonight, uh, he and I'm ready to get clearly the top two in that race. Last leg, I've gone, the numbers here are two, three, four, five, six, and eight. Tricky, another tricky affair, but there's a couple that do stand out. But I think you've just got to play a little bit of insurance. So that quaddy will cost you $96 for 100%, as we always say, just take it for a small flexi. And stats will tell me how much percentage it'll be. $5, 5%. So uh, it's uh, not uh, a ridiculously uh, um, expensive for a, a small percentage there. If you wanted to take a, 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 a shorter and narrower quaddy, Obviously, taking Leap to Fame one out in the first leg. Take six one out in the second leg, Major Fire. If it leads, I think it's going to be really hard to beat. Third leg, I think you've just got to take seven and eight. I'm ready, Jet Mafasa Metro. And in the last leg, two, six and eight are probably the only ones you really need to to narrow down. As I say, I've taken a few extras just a bit, as a bit of an insurance. But Can you, you just go through that wider one again, Dan? The wider one. So ten in the first leg into one, two, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven into seven and eight, into two, three, four, five, six and eight. Thank you. And the smaller one, as I just said, ten in the first leg, six only in the second leg, seven and eight only in the third leg, and the last leg will go three, uh, three, six and eight. So that'll cost you uh, $6 for 100% if you wanted to take that one as a, a bit more of a percentage on the on the quaddy tonight. Yeah, you're calling it the Meadows tonight, big uh, Melbourne Cup heats. Uh, what do you, well, Australia Cup Australia heats, Cup, you, yep. Beg your pardon? Yeah, massive night. Um, really looking forward to this. So there's eight heats of the, the Australian Cup, and then there's two group ones, the Zoom Top for the Stayers and the Tem Lee. Interestingly, with the, the way they've organised it, 
the eight runners in the Temley automatically go through to the semi-finals of the Australian Cup next week. So uh, there'll be semi-finals next week and the heats, the other runners have to go through the heats. So I think that's a really good uh, move by the uh, MGRA. Um, my best of the night was in race four. It is a shade of odds on, but I looked at this field and I just thought he was so much better than the rest of them. He's only got to jump and it'd be really hard to beat here. Race three, uh, race four, number three, Tim Zhu. He's $1.90, uh, but I think he'll be really hard to beat. There's some really cracking ru- ru- dogs going around in all the heats throughout the course of the night. Keep an eye on Hector Forley. He's in race number five. The two group ones, I'll give a tip in the in the two group runs. Their races eight and ten. The uh, the Zoom top, uh, I've gone with Val Policella, number two. Uh, I think she is um, racing at the peak of her powers. She's drawn perfectly down low. She should get a beautiful run into that first corner. And if she's within a couple of lengths, three or four lengths of them with a lap to go, she'd probably be too strong. But some superstar stays in this race, so it'll be a great race to watch to tonight, race eight. And the Tem Lee is race 10. They can all win this. I think I said last uh, with the Phoenix that uh, Scalacci was about the only one that couldn't win it, and, of course, he came out and won it. I think he's a, he's a rough chance tonight if he gets it right. Favourites the six explicit, uh, but I think he's a, a bit too short uh, for mine. Um, I, he hasn't had much racing in the city, and um, I just I just worry about where he, if, where he'll get. There's a number of these runners that if they get out and lead, uh, they're just about unbeatable. Uh, I've gone with the one Mapunga Shine at three dollars ninety uh, on the fixed odds. I think he'll get a beautiful run into the first corner. He was a Group One winner at the track uh, back in December, uh, and I think he's perfectly drawn. So uh, they're the two in the Group One. So race eight number two Val Policella and race 10, number one, Mapunga Shine. But it would not surprise me to see any of those eight runners win the Tem Lee tonight. Interesting times. I mm. bet you can't wait to be caught. Oh, I'm look, so looking forward to it. Like, I mean, I was really excited about the Phoenix, but this this one is uh, much like the Top Gun, an invitation race. Uh, and we've got about as... Uh, there's not too many that I can think of that aren't in this race. So, And to give you an idea, the two reserves were Tim Zoo and Hector Forley, and they missed out on a run. So that gives you an idea of how strong it is. It's the 100th running of the All Stakes and, of course, Group 1 action for the first time in 2024. Seasons at Caulfield, the Heath, this afternoon on a good four. Mr Brightside makes his return. Some in his camp, others aren't. Which way are you leaning, Dan? Is the $2.05... Too short for the right side, or do we just pick up the money out of the gutter and put it in our pockets? Uh, I, it's borderline. I think if you get if he gets out a little bit further to around two twenty or two thirty something like that, he's he's probably a better bet. Look, they're probably going to go absolutely nuts in this race, and that and the reason they'll go nuts is because Pride of Jenny's in it, and she what she did in the Spring Carnival was just get out and run, and they and and broke their hearts. If there's one horse that you can't break his heart is Mr. Brightside. If they're going hard in front, he'll just keep grinding he'll love away. It. He'll just yeah, grind, he'll grind away. away. Yeah. So uh, he's drawn four. Uh, you'd think he's going to get a perfect run. Pride of Jenny's drawn underneath him, so you'd reckon she's going to get out and lead. Uh, I think he's going to be really hard to beat. I, you would want to take any um, red figures about him, but uh, I think pretty early on, it's obviously 1,400 metre race. I reckon by about the 800 metre mark, you'll have a fair idea of where you're going to be at with him. Look, I'm, I'm going to take him on first up. I know he's got a superb first up record, but that's mainly with group twos uh, with the PB Lawrence in the springtime where usually Mr. Brightside springs boards into a spring carnival. This is a group one first up, and I'm not sure whether I can 
take the, I love Mr. Brightside. I think it's just got bigger fish to fry, mm. this this carnival. And I, I'm siding with number uh, number two in grade nine, Pericles. I think I think this is a, a, a horse that is going to step up this spring majorly and one of the big players. And it's going to be perfect. Like, and you're getting a decent enough price about it too. So that's $7.60 yeah, so you, at you the know, moment. You, you, you ignore the even money about Mr. Brightside and take the... The seven each way about Pericles. I can under, completely understand why you would do that. Now, I'm having little savers on race nine number from Mac. Yep. Because out of that race with the residual uh, fitness out of uh, course, the Earth. gold rush, the yep. Damien Oliver. Yep. And Damien Oliver's last ride won there. I've got to take pride, Jenny, because I was on it during the spring carnival. But I think it's more a Flemington horse than a, a Caulfield horse. But we'll find out later on today. The other one, this is the knockout punch for mine. Race nine number seven, a tissue. Yep. Knocked them all out. So what I've done is I've gone four dollars the win on Pericles, two dollars the win prior to Jenny and Tishu and what make. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely understandable. I mean, and it, you know, yeah, it's uh, there's a little spread it around and uh, hope that Mr. Brightside just can't chase and, and them. Hopefully, down. we get a result now. Yeah, I, look, if for all like Mr. Brightside's probably the one to beat. Like, yeah. I'm not. But the the thing is, I just think it could be vulnerable first up. Yeah. I mean, it's going to get better as the autumn goes on, no doubting. But and 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 with the hazes, didn't weren't really talking it up during the week either. So I think there's a bit to come. Yeah, well, he ran. I'm just going back through his form. So he's first up. Um, I'm trying to see where he was first up last time out. But he's had six starts first up, one two of them, and been placed in the other two. So he's got a really decent record. Uh, and I guess the other good record that he's got is at the track. He's had four starts at Caulfield, won three of them. So uh, he's certainly the one to beat, but uh, yeah, you're taking a short price about him. And my best for today, we're going to try and get it early. Race one, number nine, but the price has gone now. You could have got odds of $3.50 during the week, $2.35. Now, race one, number nine, flash feeling. It's fourth up, will be fitter, and I think it'll turn the tables on Independent Road, who Independent Road knocked it off at Mooney Valley last start. Yeah, and it's got had three starts at Caulfield for a couple of placings, so you'd expect it's going to be... And Craig Williams to ride, so if he gets an early winner... Uh, he'll be ready to go with Mr. Brightside later on. Yeah, and I'm really, really uh, looking forward to the racing at Caulfield this afternoon. Well, that's a wrap, Dan. It is, yes. Uh, looking forward to a big day uh, uh, with Caulfield and then uh, I'll drive down the the, uh, the highway and probably listen to quite a few of those races across the afternoon. And uh, we'll do it all again next week. We shall indeed. Good driving, good calling. Thanks, mate. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.